Guardians, we've picked up a high-gain transmission. Origin Point is somewhere along the coast, near the Cosmodrome. What is going on, Guardians across the universe? We are back with a brand new episode of Cosmetic Radio, the podcast all about Destiny 2 and all the great things about it. We are here once again, once again, for a brand new episode, episode 46. We are four episodes away shy from episode 50. Uh, it's going to be awesome. We got things popping and locking and polka dotting here. Uh, don't forget that you can listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, all those great places after the show is over the next day. So make sure you tune in for that if you like can't. Listen right now. I gotta go somewhere. Don't worry. The, the the log will be later on tomorrow. So definitely definitely check that out. Um, you can also check out the merch store. Cajun Geeks over here with the merch shirt on from the Cronazen Raid. It looks amazing. Make sure you cop that at, at shop.cosmodromeradio.com. Make sure you check that out. And you can follow us on Twitter at Cosmodrome Radio because I will not support Elon's crazy like uh, fixations. All right, Shit. folks. All right, folks. Um, my name is Panda the Paladin. To my left, we have the one Spartan, uh, sporting our merch shirt. Cajun, how you doing today, man? I'm doing good, doing good. Freaking, you know, this week's been a hell of a week, but, you know, unlike the freaking federal government that wants to shut down whenever it wants to, you know, we're like 7-Eleven. We may not be doing business, but we're always open. There you go. There you go. There you go. All right, then we have... Um, someone who I, I'm really proud of because she started a new series on her Twitch channel today where she's reading Lord of the Good People of the Internet. Tower Mom, how you doing? I'm doing really good. I had a great stream earlier and just really enjoying the day. How are you doing, my dear? I'm doing pretty solid. I cannot complain. And then we got the president of the Zivu Wrath fan club. Hello, like always doing the good things out in the world. Apparently, playing Savathun Spire while we're live. David, how you doing, dog? Man, right now I'm just trying to level up from president of the fan club to boyfriend status, bro. Oh my yes, god! Me. Oh my yes. god! Yes. Break yes. it in. Look, I got. I got. Dave Man. is trying to achieve that waifu status. Man. Husbo status really on the is. way. Husbo status. He hears the audio logs and be tripping, ladies and gentlemen. He be tripping. Uh, all right, folks. So we're going to go ahead and dive in. The first thing we are going to be covering uh, that sadly TikTok won't be able to see, but we will have the twin pulled up for good, uh, for folks. That way you can take a look and see what the one is going on in the streets. Uh, we're gonna be we're gonna be first covering the twin, and then we're gonna be talking about your community questions, and your community feedback that y'all want to like like talk about when it comes to different topics and whatnot. So we definitely had the people the people of the Discord lend lend a hand. We had some people over in a Facebook group and lend a hand as well. And obviously, if you're part of the Twitch chat, I want to have your question answered as well. We'll try to get to those as well. So make sure that you tune in, and we will get into it. So, um, with this week's uh, twin, I gotta say. Let, let, let's touch on the, the Nightfall and Trials Awards this week. Um, the Nightfall, the GM this week, it was the return, the second return, uh, the, not the second return, but the, the first return, the second round ever of uh, Heist Battleground Mars. And man, oh man, it is not as painful as it used to be. Um, the reason why I say that is goddamn Banner of War is amazing. 
Oh man, like when you put that thing on the table, it does work. I even saw someone solo flawless did. I was like, oh my god. Like to see Banner of War put in so much work is phenomenal. And I like and I will say this GM actually feels attainable now rather than so hard that even top streamers are like, what the heck has Bungie done? They tweaked a few things, they made it so the endless waves of enemies in the boss room kind of like calm down similar sort of like glass way or proving grounds where it's not like every two seconds so it's very nice and very understandable and i really enjoy that so shout out to bungie for actually taking a little bit of criticism and tweaking some things um and, the bu oh, go ahead Cajun. and that right there i i love that because we saw that in the europa Ooh. battleground uh map where um the only time you saw a new ad spawn is when you went and dunked the freaking middle section. So yep. the fact that they took a similar approach with the Mars Battleground, which to me, honestly, it still gives that freaking, hey, you have to have a coordinated team and effort in order to manage that room overall because of all the ads that are spawning. And the fact that the freaking Boomer Knights, the Boomer, Boomer Knights, will chunk you oh down my god. so oh freaking hard it's not even so, funny bro oh my god them and the witches but, bro the witches are horrendous oh even yeah with Banner but, War. but it's not an overwhelming chaotic to where you need to freaking i've seen people not even have to resort to using the cheese to manage that room i mean but that, that cheese is definitely tasty though i will say that that cheese is definitely tasty and even in, oh. and even that speaking of the cheese uh there was i can't remember which streamer they found another area that apparently the boss is too chunky to go upstairs oh to where you can kind of like hide behind a pillar mm -hmm. he can't come up the stairs but you have good line of sight on all the other mobs around so it's like ooh, i i, I won't lie this week i've kind of taken a hiatus from a lot of things um so this weekend i'm definitely going to try and push through like gms and stuff and yeah, I we'll, we'll definitely get some runs on this weekend because I need I need a good roll of that bow because this bow, this bow, oh my god, it makes strident whistle look like a bitch. Like, like oh, I've, been hearing, I've been hearing, I've been hearing a lot of good about this bow, and like, I'm like, pre, oh, like, pre, like, like pre Astalanax, uh, what was that four? Like that's four, right? You know, like this this bow is sexy. This bow puts in work. Like you don't expect a precision bow to put in this much work. But oh my god, even with the role that I have of I think it was uh Archer's Tempo and opening shot, just running around and like out the out the wilderness, just shooting stuff, it felt crispy, it felt good. So if you could get a role with like Archer's Tempo and Explosive Hand or Archer's Tempo and uh freaking incandescent, some people were even kind of messing with shoot the loot and light and action because the light and action is really good on it. There's a lot of good roles for this bow. And I will emphasize this for everybody in the room. Even if you just play Legend or Master, you have a shot for the bow. Don't force yourself into GMs if you are not ready for that content. There is still an attainable version of this bow. Do the attainable version and don't stress yourself out. Thank don't you. get stuck for four hours like we were with me. <laughs> Please don't. Don't put yourself through that torture. I mean, it was a fun time. I will say that. It was a fun time. That's where so, the fun happens, though. Right, That's right, right. Fun. Now, and, That's uh, the so, legends so, are made. Uh, and ironically enough, uh, Coop mentioned it in Trials, uh, like, like the, the the brand new grenade launcher, the Cataphract G, uh, GL3, the, like, the first heavy 
GL's uh, stasis GL since the raid GL is out. Um, this thing is an adaptive heavy GL. It is sexy. The role that everybody's chasing is freaking uh, envious assassin and bait and switch. They're like, oh my god, it takes so much. Oh my god. But in reality, if we rev you release it down and compare the numbers, literally just like if you have a god role of Wendigo from like a couple seasons ago with like spike nades and auto loading explosive, explosive light. It does the same amount of damage, so who cares? Like, like for the trial sweats and people who gonna go attain that, by all means, you have another option for your DPS. But in terms of like, if you got a win to go, you're fine. So I'm like, yeah, I don't have to play trials this weekend. So, all, I, yeah. all I'm gonna say is, uh, all I'm gonna say is, Bungie needs to make grenade launchers great again. So that, that actually is a really interesting question. I agree with that statement. And Bungie has tried twice now to make but like uh, heavy GLs worth the damn again. But, but the problem is they don't want an anarchy crisis of, of season the splicer again. So it's like mm. I understand their hesitancy. Hell, there was even that point during season of plunder where they said, "Hey, we were gonna buff heavy GLs, but then they buffed them too much on accident," and it was like, "Oh no." Well, it was just chaotic as hell. So it's like, yeah. look, look, I I miss my days of being able to go into a raid raid boss and chunk freaking grenade launcher spam mm-hmm. for DPS. There, I miss there's, those just days. Some, there's just something about that. Just, 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 just felt anarchy, so yeah. good. And, and our, I remember freaking uh freaking day one Atheon, just like shotguns and anarchy, man. It was so much fun. I missed the days, man. It was great. <laughs> so like we need we need we need to get back to that, man. I'm tired of the rocket launchers. I want my GLs back, man. I want my GLs to shine again. And like if someone said in chat, make Galley great again, yes, curse gambit, make Galley great again. Yeah. Uh, make, make make chill clip great again after the freaking nerfing guy. It's pissing me off. Um, so if you're chasing, if you're chasing, chasing the, the, the GL this weekend, try to get yourself a, uh, envious assassin and bait and switch role. I really don't get the hype around bait and switch. I don't, I don't like having to break my finger swapping guns every two seconds to, to make bait and switch work. I like perks like Vorpal and explosive light where they just work and you don't have to break your hands just to make them work. So that's just <laughs> a me thing like i remember i remember back when freaking uh, hot swapping shotguns was a pain in my left nut so like i'm satisfied with what we got here this is fine i don't need this bait and switch meta i barely like freaking uh izzy swapping so like i'm content with what we have here so that's just what i'm saying now we're moving on from there Checkmate weapons update. Bungie has said they're, they've gotten some pretty good feedback about Checkmate. They're going to be uh, doing some different things when, when it rotates back in next week. Not only are they going to be... Uh, not only are they, they going to be increasing the damage penalty on um, the Devil's Ru- uh, Ruin laser beam from 10% to 15%. Fighting lines are going to go from 0% to 20 and bows from 0% to 10 They're reducing the damage penalty on sidearms, submachine guns, and scout rifles. And they're increasing the bonus damage on auto rifle and pulse rifles and reducing the bonus damage on hand cannons. So that's going to be a really interesting situation there in general. So... And one of, one of the community questions we got that we can kind of touch on, we, we, we've already kind of had this discussion, but now that more people have been lending their voice to the conversation, it's worth touching on again. How is the, how is the community feeling about Checkmate? Because truthfully, and this is just a me thing, and I, I said it in the last time we talked about this, I genuinely feel like Checkmate is, is going to be a detriment to the future of Destiny 2. 
And the reason why I say that, I will I will go on the record, I will, I will fight any PvP person on this. Destiny is a is an MMORPG first and an FPS second. This game yes. was meant to be an, an MMORPG looter shooter from the core. If we try, and, and, I, and I don't like giving Glad credit all the damn time, but Glad even said it. PvE is first, PvP is second. We don't like like well, we, we don't need to like totally disregard PvP, and PvP has needed help for a long time. I will die on that hill that Destiny like did abandon PvP for a long time because it wasn't a priority. Granted, it's getting help now after like immense outcry, but at the same time, we don't need to make this mode be any more than what it is, if not at all, because I'm tired of Bungie beta testing inside of Destiny for marathon this isn't call of duty reducing abilities um focusing on ttks and like not really uh, like caring about the rpg elements is what the call of duty sweats want that's what everyone's been advocating for for years but it's not aligned with what destiny is supposed to be and if we keep trying to force this then it's not going to be actually what Destiny is supposed to be. And I've been saying for years now, if you want just gunplay, wait for Marathon or go play Call of Duty. But now it's, it's even starting to be in conversations now where people are turning back on me and going, well, if you want abilities, why don't you go play Mayhem or something? And I'm like, that's not what I'm saying. The game is supposed to be balanced between gunplay and abilities. It is a RPG for a reason. You are supposed to balance these two different elements perfectly. Has Bungie been very successful with that? No, they have not been successful with that at all. They have not cared about it, at least since Beyond Light or around the 30th anniversary. They have not cared extensively to the point that the community was constantly complaining. And there were there was different outliers like Shatterdive and things of that nature that were constantly having issues. But if they actually have a dedicated PvP team for the future of the game, then we could actually have a balanced sandbox that's separate from the PvE sandbox that we actually can enjoy. But to say that we focus on Checkmate is going to have ramifications for the future of Destiny, where if this mode keeps going well, you're going to see hardcore PvP players say, we want Checkmate Trials, we want Checkmate Cop, and it won't be Destiny anymore. It will be Destiny Call of Duty. And that's not what this game is supposed to be. It'll be that's just my thought. Region, I want you to hit me. Let's go. All right. So I'm going to be devil's advocate now. First and foremost, Let's I want to state this here into the ether. So that way everyone knows this. Last week, I have not touched. I have not touched Destiny. I've been focused on one personal stuff. And at the same time, I've also been playing another game that's got my hyper focus going on. But I have been listening to the overwhelming community about this because this has been something that has intrigued me okay when they first announced checkmate i was like this is a rare decision by bungie to kind of go into this direction they want to focus more on the a mode that focuses more on the gunplay and less on the chaos of the abilities the supers and the exotics now yes do they all still have a function within checkmate yes but not to the degree that we see in the normal pvp sandbox so for me, this was an interesting thing. Now, I, now I'm now i not a PvP player. I am solely PvE, but even this intrigued me, and I am going to be testing this out thoroughly over the weekend. Mm -hmm. That being said, I've been seeing a lot of people that I respect, a lot of mutuals, a lot of friends going into Checkmate and coming out saying, hey, 
this feels really freaking good. This feels like a great mode. And even yes, some of them have been saying, hey, if we could get some of if we could get this in a comp situation with tweaks to the actual game mode, that this is going to be something that's going to be healthy for the PvP sandbox. Now, I get the whole RPG meta and you know feel. I am 100 percent for that. But we all can agree that Bungie's had a hard time reining in the freaking chaos that is grenades, melees, uh, class abilities. Because remember, class abilities never existed in D1. Right. It was in D2 that they introduced that, and that opened up the freaking work, the uh, the can of worms mm-hmm. that we've been seeing. You know, they've been having a trouble between balancing rifts and balancing barriers and balancing dodge, you know, it's been an absolute freaking chaos for the Bungie team. And I'm also going to condemn them because, hey, they were not keeping a freaking PvP team. That's on them. They screwed up on that aspect. Correct. Mm -hmm. But we as players in the community, we have to be understanding Bungie's going to try some things. They're going to try some different ways to engage the PvP community. And this is one of them. And when the overwhelming majority of the community is starting to vocalize and say, hey, this feels really good. And looking at the TTK information that Bungie's put out about this, this tells me two things. And I know this is one thing that kind of irks you. So one, the TTK information that we're seeing from Bungie as far as Checkmate this is information that they could apply into the other game modes within the PVP sandbox, bad. which is not, which to me, I don't feel that it's a bad thing. I feel like this could be a good thing to, as long as it doesn't distract from the, from the game mode. So that being said, it, it's one of those cases does, would these TTKs fit outside of the checkmate? Okay. Definitely but would. then, and, but then number two, and this is boiling down to, both the checkmate situation and then uh, last week with the deterministic recoil uh, update that they provided in TWID. This is clearly another example of Bungie kind of like testing some things in the water within Destiny 2 that is, they're looking to see, hey, what is fit for Marathon? So it's kind of interesting to see how Bungie is going with this. I am listening and I am paying attention to the PVP PVP side. I am seeing that a lot of people are very happy with checkmate. There are some people like Panda that are unhappy because it takes a lot of the RPG element out of it. But, and I'm going to throw out this hypothetical, maybe having so much of that RPG element has been part of the overlying issue within the PvP sandbox. Spice it. Maybe too much of a good thing is a bad bad thing. thing. Here's my counter to that question. (sighs) How how can we know that too much of a good thing is a bad thing if the sandbox has never been truly balanced? If the abilities have not been... Exactly, exactly. That's that's what my biggest issue with it is, yeah. Because here's the thing. If we've been trying to balance all these freaking variables... (laughs) all these different things and we can't even get them lined up. Maybe we need to scale them back, focus on the core, which is we can all agree. The core of destiny two is the gunplay. 
the mm-hmm. guns are is what makes destiny destiny I the disagree, freaking, but okay the the dude the perk rolls the the the, the, the core the of destiny is the space fantasy not the fps the core of what okay. destiny is is the so is, is the, the part, rpg elements to, to me part of the core is the f- space fantasy yes i i will agree with that that's part of the core Yes. But the core of Destiny is looter shooter, okay? You're chasing after the freaking god roll weapons, okay? Uh-huh. We can all agree to that, whether that's through crafting or through the freaking world loot pool or freaking raids, dungeons, etc. You're chasing after that perfect god roll. Because right. we all know Chase. with the perfect barrel, the perfect magazine, the right perks, you're going to have an absolute banger of a weapon going into the crucible yeah. in order to take down someone and we, you also know that the TTK with a specific perk setup is going to be better versus someone with the same weapon that has the worst freaking loot setup. Bottom see, line. Here's my concern, though. It's, uh, similar it's to what I, 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 I want to kind of add to what Cajun said earlier, right? Okay. Like, I think Checkmate is good for Crucible because I don't know if any of you guys remember PvP. Like two to three years ago, I do. Back before the the cutting of like all the content, but legitimately, mm. when Crucible was at its best during the Forsaken era, which a lot of people herald as the best time. Yeah. Like what they're doing with Checkmate was exactly what Crucible was. Like weapons with the sub one second TTK was a few and far between. And you had to have like the perfect god roll to that pull that shit off. Like uh, two tapping and three tapping guardians was not this like breakneck like norm back yeah. in the day. And abilities were even less sporadic back then. Like you were not throwing grenades in every like gunfight. I think mm-hmm. they have made the crucible into call of duty to keep people there playing because like but that's people not the answer day, to the question though that's not, that's not day, fair to, like, if you who, want to make that crucible back to what it was and bring it back to what people say was the best feeling time of crucible like you, you got to be willing to trim the fat a little like i genuinely believe and this is one of the reasons why i personally don't enjoy the crucible is because nobody's playing Destiny anymore. It's ability spam and like weapons that kill before you even have a chance to engage. Right. And like, truthfully duel each other. So, so, like, here's, honestly, so here's the thing, though. I, I, I definitely can get behind the changes to the TTK. That's not a big deal when it comes to the gunplay. That's fine. I think the issue where I come in is the, the limiting of the abilities too much. If that makes sense, because if we to, to, like because that extra because obviously a friend of the show, Zay Osiris, he was the one that like made the comment like when I was talking to him about Facebook, he was like, "Hey, what if like 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 if you want high abilities, you should have to go play Mayhem to get that." And my response is, "That's the extra. That's the other side of the extreme that I've been saying. Hey, if you want just a, a gunplay focus, you go play Call of Duty." There, sh- there should be a balance that is in this game that isn't just, hey, we turn off abilities, we crank up the TTK, and we like forget this is an RPG. 
that's like, like, like look at look at Apex, look at Overwatch, these different games that thrive in these environments where abilities can function with the gunplay. Why can't Destiny have that? Because Destiny hasn't tried. Destiny hasn't tried to balance those equations. And then, then like, there's certain people like, oh, there's too many variables. I agree. There's light level. They turned off light level for almost every freaking mode. There's different uh, perks and different things of that nature. But if Apex can do it, if Overwatch can do it, if Titanfall, which is the same thing as Apex pretty much, they can do it, then Destiny should be able to do it too. There should be no reason why we are jeopardizing the RPG elements of the game just because Bungie can't get it right. Like, we shouldn't crank the dial to Mayhem, and we shouldn't crank the dial to the bottom of the floor just because we can't find a middle ground. We need to find the middle ground and keep beta testing the middle ground with the Crucible Labs and not just go but, crank. Okay. We're down, we're down to, like, 2% capacity. But, but, here's the, but here's the thing, Panda. But here's the thing, Panda. Maybe, and I'm going to say this out loud, maybe this is the starting of the middle ground right here with checkmate this doesn't it's feel like, like a middle ground though it feels like the exact reverse of mayhem pretty much rather because we're limiting abilities to almost nothing rather than allowing them to thrive within the gunplay system okay that's but, the issue okay, that I have. so okay so we've got mayhem we've got you know the extreme version of freaking super and ability spam you right. know with with less gunplay and now we've got checkmate on the opposite end of that spectrum and this is what i say about beginning of the middle ground because yeah. now we've got both ends of the spectrum. So now Bungie's like, okay, let's look at the core of Crucible. And let's see what's working and what's not based upon the extreme that is Mayhem. And then the other extreme that is Checkmate. And let's begin reigning in that sandbox. More than likely, I would not be surprised if within the next, you know, next season or if at beginning of freaking Final Shape, we start to see more of a massive overhaul to the crucible by you know grenades being you know ability span being limited or enforced further cooldowns right you know same thing with class abilities and then even more limitations on like exotic interactions and such but they're uh -huh. still there right but it's not the it's not the the uh, the massive variable that is the crucible Shift. right now. The, exactly. To right. where you have to where you can have a more defined meta. But well, my concern time, is though, if people are already asking for this to be comp, this to be trials, we're never gonna be able to find that middle ground. People are only gonna advocate for this new system because they like Call of Duty. They don't like Destiny. They want the Call of Duty aspects of the game rather than the space fantasy. This isn't the game for you if you don't enjoy the space fantasy. I'm sorry to tell you, like this isn't the game for you. And the, the sad part is the majority of the community is the people who want that. So Bungie is going to listen to the vocal majority on this one and ignore the people who enjoy the space fantasy. And that's my biggest concern here. Like if the, the fact that you're already getting feedback from people saying that comp and trials should be checkmate it was something i i theorized weeks ago when we talked about checkmate and i knew this was going to happen and i knew this was going to be an detriment to the game it's not I necessarily feel, a detriment i yeah, mean I genuinely don't feel, i don't feel like, that this is going to be a detriment to the game now only like i said i have not had a chance to freaking go jump in and test it i'm planning on doing it this weekend but the bottom line is 
I don't believe that this is going to be a detriment. Now, could I be wrong when if they make changes based upon the feedback that they're getting from Checkmate and it causes the freaking whole PvP community to lose their collective shit? Yeah, it, that's a possibility. It's also a possibility that they could make changes based off of the information they gain from Checkmate to make the Crucible better. But I'm, I'm sad to say, Panda, you know, Bungie is, yes, going to go with the majority of the community. Which sucks. And because at the bottom, at the end of the day, they're trying to, they heard the community. They heard the community that the PvP sandbox is not in a good position. People are not happy, okay? They're addressing some of the concerns. They've already got plans for some of the concerns, and they've got a PvP strike team in place now. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, I think the overall community, and this goes for you, this goes for me, this goes for everybody. Bungie is going to do things. The PvP team is going to do things and make changes. And at the end of the day, it's either we have to live with the changes or vote with our wallet or vote with our time and not engage with that content because of the changes that they make. All I'm saying is I'm I'm, going to give it like six months. And then I'm gonna be sitting here like the dude in the in the D and D skit from uh, uh, Astrology Club, where he's or Astrology Club where he, on Netflix, where he's just like sitting in the, the corporate office going, "I tried to tell y'all, I sent you 245 emails, and you didn't listen." And that's literally gonna be me here in a hot minute, where you're gonna see every PVP person go, "We want checkmate trials, we want checkmate cop," and then it's gonna happen, and it's gonna be like, "Wow." This is a destiny anymore. This is Space Call of Duty, and it's gonna suck. Tower, I need you to lend an ear to this conversation. That's the casual of the room. I don't really have a, a, a finger in this because of the fact that I am the casual and I don't touch PvP very often. While I am happy that certain percentage of the community is getting a mode that they've been asking for i am very cautious and i kind of have to agree that i'm i'm worried that it's going to become space call of duty destiny you know call mm-hmm. of destiny as uh, as bearded said in the chat like that's the big thing that's one of the reasons why i don't play pvp is because i'm worried that it's just going to be call of duty and i grew up in those lobbies I don't need that toxicity in my life, again, as an almost 40-year-old person whose child also wants to be able to play PvP eventually, you know? (laughs) Let my kid be able to not have to deal with toxicity, please. Right. Please. Fair enough, fair enough. So that's how I find uh, it, I find it, uh, but... My last bit, you know, I find it funny that everybody, you know, well, not everybody, but some of y'all are saying that, you know, you don't want Destiny to become, you know, Space Call of Duty. But remember, Bungie made Space Call of Duty before. Right. And yeah, they, they, they did. It's called Halo. It's called Halo. You want Space Call of Duty? Go play Halo. Right. That's what, that's what I've been trying to say. It's like, you go play Halo, go play Call of Duty. Like, let, let Destiny, the Destiny thrive. Destiny community like, alone, man. The thing about this is that I feel like it's already been made into space call of duty like honestly if you look at the crucible as it stands today and you compare it to 
like your average multiplayer Call of Duty match, they are almost mirror images of each other. With the exception mm-hmm. of like really the are. jumping mechanics and maybe some of the ability spam, which I think adds to the feel of the Call of Duty this um, Crucible right now. Like, genuinely, the TTK is almost exactly the same. Well, yeah, if that's fair. From Call of Duty, uh, like a couple years ago, doing like Forsaken, getting a, a, a duel done in like less than two seconds was like outrageously good. Like, right. duels used to take a while. It wasn't the first person to see the guy wins, it wasn't sub one second, sub half a second TTKs. Weapons weren't so powerful. Abilities weren't so egregiously like spammed everywhere. Right. You turn a corner, you get naded, you get like blasted by some exotic. Exotic actually meant something because they yeah. changed how you interacted with the game. But now everybody's like, yeah. around with foil. Well, and to, and to balance off that, and to balance off that too, the the other thing is like we've noticed since the Forsaken era forward, you've seen people when it comes to like things like barricades people say barricades slow down engagements you've gotten too used to these b- below one second ttgs and you 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 got used to your hand cannon and shotgun meta where you ran around like a crackhead and just like beat people up <laughs> when in reality that's not what the game was and when people slow you down with the barricade and tell you to slow down, play the RPG, you're like, no, I don't like that. Why? Because I want my space Call of Duty. No, that's what that's my, that's my answer to that. I, I you 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 can't have it. That's why that's why I keep trying to tell people. But here in a minute, I'm gonna be the freaking dude from from Astronomy Club going. I try to tell y'all because this is what's going down, and it's so frustrating to see because I love PvP. I love going to PvP. I love having like great engagements. One of the biggest reasons why I like my my KD looks like crap half the time is I be trying to have clean as hell duels with people, but then third party rolls up like their partner or somebody and shoots me and kills me mid duel when I would have had the shot, and it's frustrating. And then people are like, "Oh, you just need to get good. Oh, you want me to like pull out a third hand and shoot this other guy too?" Like, <laughs> no, it's frustrating. And it's like when I try to explain that to people, they're like, "Just get good." It's like, no. The game is balanced when gunplay and abilities are balanced and they thrive, not crank one end or crank the other. We need to find the balance. In the, we, we need the PvP avatar to come down and balance the universe because apparently the, like the PvP community but doesn't here, understand this. But here's the thing. Balance takes time. Balance Fair. is not achieved overnight. And sometimes it takes going from one extreme to the other to find that middle ground. Uh-huh. So we've had we've had mayhem for quite some time, and now Checkmate just enters into the lab for the first time. Real you know, we we you know to use the analogy, we have to let it cook. We have to I'm let, it, let cook. it cook. It, I'm just real worried, man. See, okay, look. We, we've talked about this. You know, yeah. it's either good or bad is going to come out of this at the end of the day. You know, mm-hmm. it, that's the bottom line. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm actually, like I said, I'm actually pleased to hear that a lot of people within the community are accepting of Checkmate. 
And like I said, I plan on going to give it a full freaking, you know, good effort this weekend to see, you know, hey, what is this? Is this for me? Is this my freaking cup of tea? And if it's not, hey, I'm going to give Bungie some feedback. I'm going to freaking say, hey, this is where I find it lacking. You know, right. I've already I've already seen what, you know, some people's minor issues with the gameplay uh, as far as the mode. Like, hey, can we change this? Can we adjust this? Outside of that, I'm going to go in with open mind. Because, I, because it's like, if Bungie freaking does this right, could they, as we've seen on both ends, could they find that middle ground within the next season or two? I agree. And, and, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm just gonna like, I'm gonna be Negro Domus for a minute and just like put that thought out there. You know what? You there. know what? Sometimes uh, we have to eat our fucking veggies before we get the freaking main course. I'm just gonna be Negro Domus for a minute and like just like put Negro. it in the ether. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna put, I'm gonna put it in the ether and be like, I, I, I have spoken truth. This will be in six months. Trials checkmate will be a thing, and Panda will have been right, and I will be bitching and moaning constantly about comp and trials being checkmate. And I'll be like, "Y'all should have listened to me then, and now you didn't listen to me, and look what happened." That's all I'ma say. Now, wouldn't that like, this is just like a thought though? But like, wouldn't that make sense in a sense? Because checkmate is designed to be a competitive mode. To make people like get out of their bad habits, and then no. put the competitive game style. They need to find a balance for Destiny. Mode. That way, Destiny can be competitive in the form that it's meant to be in. That's I the mean, whole point of the game balance of, of uh, RPG yeah. elements and FPS. You're, like, like you what I keep hearing from the, what I keep hearing from you guys and people on Twitter is, we should just go back to, we should just go to nothing because Pete Bungie can't get it right. And that's not the answer. I'm, I'm asking not, for a I'm balance. Not, and it's like, I'm not saying they need to go to nothing. I'm saying, hey, sometimes we got to start there, aka checkmate, to, to see, hey, we, like I said earlier, we're seeing both ends of the spectrum now. Right. We're I'm just like, it's going to be quite literally... Like 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 Lightfall episode one, checkmate trials, checkmate cop, and then we never see normalization of PvP ever again, and it's gonna be stupid. Like I I, I foresee it in the future. I am Raven I mean, Baxter right now. Like it's I happening. Know. I don't I don't think I it's... this way. This is my this is my genuine opinion, right? And that is like we're talking about the RPG aspect of the game right now, right? But in Crucible right now, there is no RPG. It's literally just, like, you, you don't need a build. You don't need an approach. You don't need a, a yeah. play style. You literally just grab meta weapon and then run run rampant. Run right. wild. Your weapons do yeah. all the work. Like, do we got to go back to, like, Season of the Lost, where that one main ingredient was enough to solo uh, an entire hated it, hated it so much hated it so like, much your <laughs> build so much. as of right now does not really Bun bungee bungee mean take anything. take take hit scan away from fusion rifles i said what i said but if we go into <laughs> something a little bit more like checkmate no 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 regrets you know, we slow it down we break down the 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 ability spam and the the weapons and you force people to have a game plan before they start shooting I think that would actually be pretty good for the game. 
Now, am I saying make everything fucking checkmate? No. I wish that people would stop playing the game like everything is just fucking Slayer. But hey, that's a conversation for a different day. But growth that, comes with that's, change. That's PvP in every game, yeah. 100%. Yeah. It, it's stat chasers. That's yeah. what it is. It's freaking stat chasers. So you know, and like it's very like I, I, I've I've said my piece, but like and I, I feel like I'm I'm the I'm the the contrarian for once and not Davis. So I, I, I'll shut up about it and just put my my Negro Domus hat on for the, for the next few months. But <laughs> but from from here on out, the rest of the tweet was pretty cool. The, 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 so Gunsmith focusing enters the chat. Let's they, go. So what well, basically what they're doing is we're, they're saying, hey, we're gonna take all these different foundry weapons out of the loop out of the world loot pool. Because the world loophole's too damn big, and we're gonna make it so like every day, uh, Banshee is gonna have different focusing for different things. And my response, and like, 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 there's gonna be Suros weapons, Hake weapons, Vice weapons, Amalai weapons, and when season twenty four starts, they're gonna like, 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 well, they're gonna be roads. Actually, this is starts in twenty three. So they're gonna be they're gonna be rotating out. Where like day one is Amalon Suros, day two is Suros Hake, day three is Hake Vice, day four is Vice Amalon, and like they're gonna keep rotating every day. <clears throat> but here's my issue with this: they're saying it's gonna cost three gunsmith engrams and five thousand glimmer to make it to make a gun. Right. Here's mm-hmm. my issue: you have things like the syncopation that's already craftable. You have things like Katata and Fugue and Staccato and Pizzicato. And there's, excuse me, there's things like the, the vice weapons. You have the crate, the funnel web, the Lunalata and the Taipan. And then you go over to Amalon where you get things like the Taipan, the Ogma and the Snorri and the Amit that have huge perk pools. Bungie actually found the correct way to do this in Season of the Plunder, where you just had a vendor that you spent one Umbral Engram for one weapon with some shards and some glimmer. But they're like, oh, well, we're getting original legendary shards. You shouldn't be getting rid of legendary shards. That's a whole different debacle. And and like, they're kind of doing a whole different thing where they're like, hey, we're going to make it so um, freaking um like doing law sectors give, gives you banshee um uh, level rank up progress for those engrams along with dismantling weapons because should be told dismantling weapons with banshee like gives you next to no progress and it's stupid but at the same time i would argue that keep the guns at one engram unless you're going to introduce new guns or bring back old guns from pre beyond light and be like hey this is a good way for you to go through but I mean, like, like because of the fact of the, the perk pools are so damn huge. You look at funnel web. You know how many, you know how many people are still searching for a god roll funnel web? You know mm-hmm. how many people are like searching for like a god roll few uh, sniper rifle still because it's actually a really underrated sniper rifle. Like it sucks. So when Bungie's like, "Hey, we're gonna make a couple different avenues for you to get more rank," but then like not make it more accessible, you're gonna have. These people who, like, 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 we're kind of already dealing with it right now with legacy focusing, with that being so expensive, it's about to get more expensive because they're getting rid of legendary shards, where different new players are coming in and going, hey, where did you get that gun? I want to go get that gun. You tell them to go over here, and they're like, well, I don't want to play Gambit. I don't want to play Crucible to go get that gun. I don't like, I, I, like, I'm, I'm, I, different people I've been, like, teaching Crota, um, they're like, hey, where did you get that Riptide? I'm like, oh, I spent, like, 
30 some odd engrams over at Shaq's. Like, well, I don't play PvP. Well, it's like tough nuts. Like, you you don't get anything. And it's like, that sucks on a fundamental level because those like the vendor perk pools are so huge that it takes forever to get those rolls. So I think if Bungie is going to do this, they need to reevaluate how, like, how many engrams it is and reevaluate the perk pools of all these different guns. Because am I excited for next season for a more accessible world loot pool? Yeah, because there's different guns like the new sidearm and a couple other things that are super hot right now that I would love to get in on, but I can't really get them because how big the, the world loot pool is. But at the same time, the, the perk pools for these different guns are so huge that it's going to be even more inaccessible for new players. Uh, David, your thoughts? That's about how it works. Like, I'm just kind of tired of having to play shit that I don't want to play just to get stuff that I, I want just so that I can go actually spend time in the playlist I want to spend time in. Like, I hate having to be shepherded into content so that other people can have fun. Genuinely. I wish Bungie would stop that, but I know that that's what keeps this game moving. Yeah. So it is what it is, I guess. I'll just deal with it, but I think that getting rid of like legendary shards, ground A move, so now that new players can actually have a chance to get stuff, and making it to where like Bungie, I mean not Bungie, but our uh, fucking Banshee takes uh, engrams that you can get a multitude of different ways, like if that's just going to a patrol zone and farming fucking uh, chests, to get them, like, I feel like that's something that new players can spend their time doing. And while they spend their time doing it, they'll be actually learning how to play the game. Actively engaging with the game. I think that's actually pretty solid. But I, I still think it's too many engrams, I'm just saying. And, uh, like... I would be, I I would be okay with this that. if it was one engram per gun. Like, like genuinely, especially if they're like, because like, truth be told, when was the last time a, a world drop was super great besides the new sidearm for some people? Not really. Like, Funnel Web was kind of hot when Witch Queen first dropped, and like Taipan was competitive because it was a free craftable. But when was the last time a, a world drop was super hot? Not really. So, if you're giving these world drops that are kind of like upper mid tier for newer players, why not make them one engram, especially when the loot pools are so big? Make it one engram. Like one engram or like five, ten thousand liver. Just be done with it. Cage, your thoughts? I would say that they need to put in a mechanic like if you invest so much time with like let's say Banshee to where you get to a certain rank, it reduces the cost Ooh. of the engram. Like if you so, reset one time or something yeah, like exactly. that. Exactly. Exactly. I to me that feels like that would be a worthwhile player investment. So it's like, hey. Yeah, grind out with Banji, freaking work with him, get the freaking reset. Now okay. it's gonna require okay. it's gonna drop from three to one. So then at that point, yeah. To me, I feel like that would be a good overall pl for player health. That would be good overall for the community, especially those considering the uh, the avenues that we're gonna be able to get these engrams. Yeah. I think that would be good overall to where you're not required to like heavily farm in order to stock up on all these engrams just to go freaking spend. And like you said, freaking potentially getting a shit roll. Cause I won't lie. There's like, like right now there's a couple of freaking weapons in the freaking world loot pool that 
I want to get like if I can find a better roll of, oh, absolutely, I freaking I'm down for it. There's a like that new stasis pulse rifle. I'm really high. The new strand fusion rifle that's actually the really the strand fusion today. rifle with the freaking origin trait. Sexy. Oh, uh, that is freaking really interesting. And I'm like, if I can get a better roll, and I need to research that a little bit more. If I can get the roll that I want, that's gonna be freaking awesome. As far as right. like, I can actually put Riptide away and say like, hey, here's another fusion rifle I can utilize for some of my strand builds. Right. So that like that that is definitely interesting. Tower, how you feel about the, about about, about uh, Banshee getting new shit? Like Tower's dead. Yeah, R.I.P. Tower. Oh, no, no. I'm sorry. I totally <laughs> forgot that I was muted. <laughs> uh, so on the one hand, I, like, I'm glad that there's another way for people to be able to get uh, weapons that they may want and roles that they may want. On the other hand, like, I don't know. I just, I don't see too much of a use in it. Um, because I personally wouldn't be using it, honestly. But that's just me. I'm not going to deny that? other people the chance to get weapons that they want, though. Have at it. Well, why, why, why wouldn't you use it, though? Why wouldn't you use it? I rarely ever go to Banshee in the first place. I just I don't go to him unless I'm looking for uh, 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 upgrade mods and uh, uh, exotic quests. Them cores you broke on? Them, them oh, no, cores, man, them, I get, them, oh, I get my cores from dismantling shit. I don't know them what the hell you're talking about. that you broke on? I'm not broke I'm on cores. I'm gonna go get my cores, Ryan, uh, from, uh, what's I'm... her name? Uh, fucking Ada. Yeah, Ada you can one. get cores from Ada, too. So, like, anyways. But still, I'm not gonna deny people the chance to, you know, to, to do something that's gonna make them happy and be able to get the weapons that they want. You want you want weapons that Banshee is 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 handing out. Please have fun. You have my right. full, you know, with my whole <laughs> chest, my support. your whole chest, the whole chest, whole right. ass chest. All right, all right, all right. Enjoy. So a <laughs> little bit of mix, but some good there. All right, cool. So that, like there really wasn't a whole lot in the twelve this week. There was some air codes. There was some cool community stuff. So definitely check that out on the Twitter if you're interested in that. I, I said twelve, even though I meant Twitter. But it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. <laughs> um, but you know, I don't like think we're ever gonna get away from calling it the swamp. I know, right? Nope. It was, it's a way. It's a way of life. But um, we're gonna go ahead and dive into some just some different community questions. As we know, there were some <laughs> folks that that what that wanted their their stuff answered and whatnot. Since uh, Bearded Reaper, <clears throat> since since Bearded Reaper is in the chat, I'm gonna uh, let I'm gonna, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Cajun <laughs> intro this question real quick. All right. So this is also a joke from my community as well. Just FYI. So Bearded Reaper came into my community and we we were doing Ghost of the Deep. And this is when I this is when I discovered how vastly different people's freaking names for symbols are. So Bearded Reaper, Bearded oh Reaper called out a symbol and he called it Jiraiya. And I was like, wait, what? And he's like, yeah, it looks like Jiraiya. From when he got, uh, when he got killed in Naruto, and I was like, "You freaking didn't!" So, Panda, mm. I sent you the freaking image. If you want to pop that up, 
Um. So he. So here for for clarification, here are the actual like rune symbols that are in the game. Like that, we're, we're gonna go over them and whatnot. Um, we're already ignore the call. I just pulled this off of, off of Google real quick. But in terms of what um Cajun is talking about, let me grab this real quick because oh boy, this, this is <laughs> oh, I'm, boy, like, some, oh like, boy. some of them ain't bad. But then then there's there's three. It's like why? Mm, uh, just, oh no, Cajun! Just your like, reaction. Like, like it's safe bro. for work, but it's also like, oh god, why? And, and I'm just, just saying for all for all you anime idea. fans, this is gonna hurt. All right, so it is on yes, screen for the tick, for the, twi- for the Twitch chat. It's on screen so, for the Twitch chat. So. so first off, so yeah, like I said, Jiraiya, it was like, dude, why? And then he's like, oh yeah, this one's called Nina. I was like, you asshole! Why? No, Nina! And, and then Rengoku, then when he then when he did Rengoku, I was like, he, I was like when you. he when he did Rengoku, I was like, nah, nah, bruh, nah, bruh. You've you've oh, lost no. your freaking card. You're not allowed no. to call do call outs. Bye, yeah, no, so. no, no, you can keep that to yourself. Fucking making Ooh. Nina a call out. How very dare you! All right, so, so, that, so, so that was my poor baby. So that was the uh crazy antics of Bearded Reaper in the chat. But for for, for sake of, uh, I want to I want to clarify my call outs because I'm a, I'm a I'm a rational human being for the majority of life here. So, um, what is what is what is commonly reflected as like like, like, like matter of fact, like I'll just go off of what he put in the chat real quick. Give me like two hmm. seconds. Um, I'm gonna, put the, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna put his thing back up real quick. Hush, bearded. So, so, <laughs> so what he so what he calls uh, pizza is ice cream cone. I don't care what anybody says. It's a um, pizza. It's an ice cream cone. It's an ice cream. It's a stuffed crust. All right. No, it, it is ice cream, sir. It is ice cream. It is an ice cream uh, cone, though. The, the, <laughs> the, the, the one the one that is called Nina is a crab. I'm sorry, I don't care. I've always called it crab. I um, call it I call it turret. That's fair. I'll, I'll turret is acceptable. Rengoku is hamburger. I don't care what anybody says. Yes, um, if you I've, call I've, that I've, circle, I don't know what's wrong with you, but that's not um, a circle. Divi- I've, division I've, heard is hot called, I've heard it called one other thing, and it literally made me question the community so bad. I'm, I'm concerned. Oh, God. Side, Even I'm sideways concerned. Lesbi- sideways oh. lesbian. Oh, my oh, God. My God. <laughs> I was like, as the what? local bi woman in the chat, how very dare. Anyway, um, the uh, the one that's the one that's the, the, the one that's called division. I call um freaking uh, hot dog because if you grew up in the hood, you had hot dogs on white bread, so you know what that looks like. I'm sorry, I don't care. What oh my says. god! Okay, I, I just... get it now. I fucking get it now. Like everyone's always like, oh my god, that's a burger or something like that. No, it's, it's a hot dog. If you grew up in the hood, it's a hot dog. always called it five lines. Two slices of white bread. Now, oh now, now, I'm gonna call it freaking hot dog. Holy like, shit! It makes perfect sense. Um, the one that's called books. I just call, uh, the one that's called books. I just call it table. Um, the one that's spider is spider. I don't care what I don't care what what, what Tower says. It's spider. And then that the, the other one that, that I, I don't. It's spider. Oh, um, so, okay. Spider. So Uriah. So Uriah. I can't remember who said it. 
but someone called it Patrick Star one time. I'm okay and with that. You look okay at it, you yeah. look at it, and you see the Patrick Star in the fish yeah. nets. That's, that's fair. That's it's fair. Like, I, I can respect it's like, that. Okay, it's Patrick. At the so you fish like. Nets. Oh my God! You had Dude, have you met the fish guy? Have you not seen that? Oh my God! Movie, man. It was, it was legendary. But like, about. see, see, sometimes I'll, I'll like, cause like, it's the Dark Souls person to me. We'll call Jiraiya Spider, and then call um, friggin' the the actual spider symbol, the spider from Dark Souls Two, because it had two heads. That's just me. But like, and then and then three books. I just call table with some dots on it. I don't know. Like, I, I'm, I'm like, I, like I don't have a, a design for every symbol. But that's just I, my. I just call that one three dots. So you know that 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 was the that was, that was the spider. community. It's got three eyes. That that that, that was the community questionnaire on the symbols. It's got three eyes. All right, so uh, let, let, let me let me look at the questions that we were asked real quick here, over right. here. Because we're, 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 we're giving Discord. If you're not if you're not in the, if you're not in the, in the, in the podcast Discord, uh, we can drop it in the in the chats. But the Discord gets priority on the questions, so we, we'll start there. Um, All one right. person. So let, let me scroll up here real quick. Um, ooh, ooh. So 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 the one that I want to start with, um, the person wanted to stay anonymous, but we're gonna but we're gonna definitely go through this real quick. So person asked, "What is your GM horror story?" And man, oh man, <laughs> I, like, like you, you, know, you know, I wish I could put it on screen. Actually, matter of fact, I, I, I ain't gonna do it. So my, like so my, this is. This is less of a horror story and more of a great moment in the in the, the adventures of, of Panda and Deva, where <laughs> uh, Lightblade had rotated back in, and me, uh, 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 freaking Deva, and uh, our other co-host Alchemy, who's been on vacay, um, we um, went into Lightblade. We cleared the first area, uh, like no, no big deal. And keep in mind, this is like our like sixth or seventh attempt because we've been getting frustrated and kept dying at, at uh, a la cool, but like. We're just going through the motions, going inside, and we got to the opening area, and then we went down the corridor, and then we popped a squat in a certain area, like hiding on the staircase in the second like giant room where all the Lucent Hive are, and the Void Titan Lucent Brood just chucks his Captain America shield off the wall, hits Alchemy, and then against the wall again and kills me and Deva. And all you hear Deva go is, what? And it was the funniest thing I have ever had happen at <laughs> a GM bar none. Where we we thought we were the shit. We thought we were ready to rock. We had a hundred resilience mods, all oh, equipped ready to rock. And this one, <laughs> this no one way. Like, just no took us America, out. You can pull that shit off. The laws of physics don't matter. Like, because if you had seen it from my perspective, that shield was like at the ceiling. And then magically, I was dead. And I was like, it was, it was so funny. How? It was houseway. And like, if it didn't just kill me, I'd be like, okay, you know, the game just fucked me. You know, they were on some like real fuck shit, and they made it like do like a a, a ninety degree turn and aim straight for me. You know, the guidance missile system knows where it is because it knows where it is and type shit. But then it like Panda was dead too, and I'm like, this don't make sense. So did it bounce off me and it hit him? What in the Tron madness? <laughs> so you know that that was that was definitely a great memory for me. Kasia, what is, is your GM horror story? So this is, I think, what a lot of people are going to resonate with. Um, Ooh, here we go. Here we go. So the first time it I ever did a GM, um, a buddy of mine was like, "Hey, go ahead and you know just 
LFG for it. You should, this one's fairly easy, right? So the first time I've ever done a GM before. So I did an LFG and we're going through and I won't lie. I was by far the noob. Mm -hmm. I was dying to so much dumb shit. Uh, but eventually I started like reining it in, keep staying back, going slow. But apparently I was going too slow uh-huh. for my other people. What GM people. was it? Uh I'll be honest, it, it was such a long time ago, I forgot which one it was. Okay. Um, so we end up getting to the boss, we defeat the boss just before the boss dies. I'm back in orbit. They get me from freaking GM. Yeah. What? Ooh. Why? That's that's bullshit. Messed up. So, so I heard that when, people so I've never I, experienced it. So when I went to go, you know, whisper them and say, "Hey, why was I kicked?" They had blocked me. That's why. No, that's see, so that's whack. bullshit. <laughs> yeah, that's whack. I'm not. I'm not down with that. That's that's right, absolutely um, not okay. I hate when people do that. That's messed up, David. What is yeah. your actual uh, GM horror story? Actual horror story. Yes. Well, all right, let me set the stage for you guys. You, guys right. are, oh, you won't believe oh, it no. you're new. We're taking it back. So it back, back in the day. Back in the day when GMs were actually difficult, right? GMs are still had, difficult, boy. What are you talking about? Look, yeah, when they were actually still difficult hard. and they had under modifiers not this like cookie cutter madness like they actually change little small teeny tiny little things let me take you back to the days of the mini screen oh yes yes. the the size of a teeny tiny egg you could barely see it if you were trying to look at it teeny (laughs) tiny little motherfucker and they like this was the fanatic just so you have an idea we're on like the tangled shore you know how many like crevices there are for these little motherfuckers yes i digress so you're right here you make it to the boss room and the boss you're on the third like uh like invulnerability phase and the fanatics got you like strung up in the air, and you gotta break his shield, right? Boom. Right. You break uh-huh. his shield, and your Titan goes for the goddamn T crash. Boom. He hits the T crash, and then he comes back, and your uh, warlock prepares to drop the whale. Midway, as he's dropping the whale on the stairs, no. oh no, the mini screen rears its ugly head. He's like, you thought yes! you were in Boom. Whole squad dead. The oh. entire team wiped us by the mini screen. The and I said, I was like, we had cleared all the ads. I dropped the tether. The tether had all the rest of the ads. So we were clear. It was about to be a dub. And it was the mini screen. Remember this, kids, when you sleep at home at night? It's the mini the screen will haunt really you. <laughs> Like y'all, the y'all, y'all thought the big, y'all thought the giant scream that Bungie put on Twitter was scary. Nah, the mini scream, the mini it's scream. Because they hunt in packs, yo. 
go. You think <laughs> you think a regular they do. hunting in packs is bad? The mini screebs, like you would you would hit a single oh, regular screeb, like in the freaking uh, was it the spooky ship? You would hit a regular mini screeb or mm. a regular screeb, and then it would. When you exploded it, it turned into twenty mini screams. Yep. That was my oh, favorite I, part that about was scary. Master that was scary as hell. That was scary. Oh, as hell. it was the worst, but it was so funny. When I tell you, Tiku's divination. Me and, me and Tiku's got a very special relationship. <laughs> it might not be my favorite bow, but I'll always have respect for it. I tell you what, the mini screams, man. Like, look, you had to take it so slow and be so careful, but be ready to scream move. Because when you uh, see it, they move like cockroaches. I promise you. Oh my god. They're everywhere. They, they did. Done. They did. They're everywhere. The PT. All right. Holy oh goodness. my god! Okay, so moving on from there, I know, I know what Tower's worst memory was was freaking yesterday or the day before last. <laughs> that was her worst because we went we went to Mars, Mars for like sorry. four hours of Mars. But no, nah, yes. um, so Path Nation like in the Discord uh, like asked, um, freaking uh, the question is how, uh, about LFG posts. Specifically, thoughts on know what to do posts and teaching posts. I see both sides sometimes. I don't have to, uh, time to teach, so I will put up a know what to do. But when I have time, I do teaching runs. I know some creators have banned know what to do raid posts, and I was just curious on your thoughts. So. It's funny because I actually made a freaking uh, a, a video, a TikTok video about this the other day where I was like, I am so sick of know what to do, but I understand it. That's the hard part where it's like, yeah. if you just want to get shit done because you want an easy run because you've had a hard day, just want to ball out with your boys or people on your skill level. I get it. I get it. But the amount of people in the community that still the percentage of people to this day that have never rated is insanity to me. And it's like, sometimes you got to just like crack open a Red Bull and get to work when it comes to, yeah. te to teaching people. It's like, and yeah. the, 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 cri the critique that I get from people sometimes is you like, like uh, we, we just want to, we don't, we don't want to have to teach and have to be like there for hours to carry somebody. But the thing about it is, you have to actually be able to like, like, how can you say you want people who know what to do if people aren't taught to know what to do? If that makes sense, like you, yeah, like there yeah. should be an equal split of your time between know what to do posts and teaching posts, and not enough people are doing teaching posts where you have this lack of community. And one person even said in my comments section, they're like, well, why doesn't the person put up a, hey, teach me, pull, uh, uh, I love G. I'm like, that, 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 that's, a, that, that's a stupid thing to say. Like, why should they have Somebody's to beg? Why, why should they have to yeah. beg? For someone to come into their their LFG and teach them, hell, there's times where people will like will, will like all join up in an LFG and none of them have ever done it before. They're hoping the like, one of these motherfuckers learn like knows what they're doing and none of them know what to do. It sucks. That's the reason why I don't respect the know what to do post is because the motherfucker that puts up know what to do is probably the person that doesn't know how to do anything 
You just hit this, the nail on the head there, Dave. So. You, know, Dave you know what I find real funny? You know what I find real motherfucking funny? Is you just hey, have the gall to you, you just have the gall to say that after I have coined Ron disease or Ron sickness, it literally is the bane of this community where Ron like fundamentally taught people you don't have to learn in, in, in a raid. You don't have to learn anything in a raid because there's not enough jobs for you to do in this raid. And you have fought me on this, but then you go and agree with me. Look at you. Uh, Look at you. I didn't You're agree with you. My point remains the same. Like, I still believe that it's totally Ron's not that bad. You coined it as Ron syndrome. I think it's Ron syndrome. Played rating for years before Ron, before uh, what was the head name of the goddamn raid? Uh, Deep Stone. Hell. I would go as far back as to say, uh, what the hell is the name of the goddamn raid? Uh, Garden of Salvation. Had it really hell, bad. I'd go as don't, far don't, back don't, as to say, don't, don't you touch my baby. Don't you touch my garden, baby. Leviathan. Garden is my life. I forgot about Leviathan. You know what? Leviathan, you only needed two people to do mechanics. Yeah, Leviathan was the worst. You only ever needed Leviathan base raid. You only ever needed two people to do mechanics. Now, granted, Spire of Stars, Eater of Worlds, those those encounters were different. You did need to have someone to teach you mechanics. However, however, just base Leviathan, two people. That's all you yeah. need. I went Honestly. through it five times. Yeah, and, I, I, and, and I've, seen, I've never played Leviathan, but I've seen the clips. And so they I, I can verify. I what do you're add clear, by the way. And the thing about it is, like, that that's why I say Ron disease, because Ron, if Ron didn't originate it, it amplified it. It was like the mutation of the germ, where it became the worser thing, or the, the, the more worse thing for the community, where you were actively like bluntly told even though like two people can do most of the of the jobs now you don't have to do a job because fundamentally who has to do a job in in first encounter of ron two people one to play connect, connect the dots one person to kill the scions and that same one person to get the scions can kill the tormentor what do you do in second encounter two people play connect the dots what do you do in third encounter Four people, oh my god, four people. Four people have to play freaking uh, apples to apples with planets, and then you do DPS. But in reality, if you're fast enough, to only two people, if not one person, can do it. Um, Freaking uh, Nezarek, three people have a job, and three people are on ad clear, because you have two connect the dots people, and one person getting gays. Granted, did Bungie probably intend for, like, um, two people to get gays because gays is a pain in the rear end. Yes, but I and I, I don't subscribe to uh, the Davis theory of like Bun Bungie uh, uh, like wanted you to have multiple runners for those encounters because it's so difficult to get people to like to keep that like the light or darkness rings around the platforms when you add too many people to the equation. I genuinely think Bungie made Ron in contest mode. And thought this was the shit. We balling. We having a great time. But then it was like, oh, we turned the dial down too hard. And now it's too easy of a raid unless you're like towering, can't get through the middle jumping puzzle. But other than that, it's like that's the one um, like, like, like difficult thing for most people. But other than that, Ron is so simple that there's so many memes of LFGs going know what to do. And then one person joins and goes, hey, can you do running? And then no one else knows what to do. And that's why yeah. I will 
defiantly say Ron syndrome and Ron as a raid, it was so much of a detriment to the community. And then Crota came in and smacked everybody upside the head and said, hey, yo, this is what a raid is supposed to be. Because first encounter, you cannot solo it. It is fundamentally impossible. Granted, did me, Alchemy, and another member of our clan uh, figure out you could trio it? Yes. But you cannot solo it. It is fundamentally impossible for you to solo it. That's how every raid encounter should be, where it is fundamentally impossible for you to solo it, where everybody has a job, where everybody has a fundamental thing going on. And if you can't build your raid, and that, that, that's a failure on Bungie, not a failure on the community, because Bungie, Bungie should be creating new ideas and new things to make the, the raid be interesting, where... Someone like a group of people shouldn't have flawless your raid on contest mode on day one, i.e. Ron. So yeah, that's my two cents. I think that know what to do posts are are, are innately toxic, but I understand sometimes we want to just ball out with the homies. I understand that. But at the same time, there needs to be a balance between know what to do time and teaching time. There needs to be more teaching. That way more people know what to do. Uh -huh. I have spoken. So <laughs> when it comes when it comes to the know what to do post situation, here's the thing. I understand it to a degree. I understand that, you know, people's time is their time and, you know, they want to play and be able to get shit done. Those that want to learn the game, yeah, absolutely. I agree with that too. And you do deserve the chance to learn. Um there are discords out there that are freaking great for new players to learn as well as veteran players to be able to get out there and learn the content that they want to learn. Um, and each discord is well within their right to set rules and set boundaries. If they do not want to, if they don't want know what to do post, that's on them. Bottom line. Um, and let's be honest, next season when the uh, LFG system comes into Destiny 2, this situation is going to get a little bit more exacerbated and we're going to see this even it's more. It's going to get so much worse. It's going to get so much worse. But at the same yep. time, at the same time, for a lot of us more veteran players, get ready. We're going to see a lot more people wanting to do the content, wanting to do the raids. But this is where I'm going to give the warning out to all the new lights, all the returning Ooh. players. Ooh, I should have touched on that. Yeah. that but haven't put out oh, that yeah. freaking effort. I should have. I should have said something about that. Yep. If you are going in there with blues, if you're going in there with bare minimal gear, not I would say not even seventy resilience. Get ready. People are going to look at you and say, uh, you're going to be struggling with this. Yep. You're literally going to be a carry. You're not going to be very, learning very much. When you're doing raids, that is considered end game content. Meaning yep. it's going to take coordination. It's going to take teamwork. And it's also going to take for you as a player to have some skill. Now, some of that can be taught. But the other half, like you need to have a good understanding of your character, of your class, of your weapons, in order to be functional as a member of that team. And it's if like you're not to that level, don't attempt it. And it's like, well, like, I'll even agree with him in a big way there because I dealt with this recently with a Crota I did this past week 
where I had people who had no masterwork gear, barely any weapons, things of that nature, um, didn't have anything near masterwork on their armor. They had like sevens across the board in some cases. And it was a struggle where we had to compensate in certain areas, but we still got it done. You can be less of a detriment to your team if you put the work in. You have to put the work in to make yourself a valuable member of a team. That way, less people are, are like less crappy people are going to kick you. You should literally be able to work hard at the game and have what you need and not be a detriment to your team. And yeah. like this is like this isn't me calling out anybody specifically, but like, I'm trying to like like emphasize this is important to know because you don't want to be a detriment to your team. You don't want to have people kick you because you're like you may be new, but you should do the bare minimum. Like I always say, I hate saying get good. I'm saying you should put forward enough effort to play the content because if you're not playing the content and you just want to carry or you just want people to haul you through the content, you're not learning anything. You're not doing anything beneficial to your team. And that's not healthy for the game overall because that creates a mentality exactly. of people who just beg and then get the loot and then have no idea what to do with it or if it's good or not. And that's not what you should be doing. You should be doing research on, on YouTube videos. Like, they're, like well, I always tell people, hey, it's from a couple seasons ago, but Fallout plays this crazy video where he went over like, the, in detail of what every uh, perk did in the game is very beneficial. You should be looking at different resources like, like GG. You should be looking at D2 Foundry. The creator of D2 Foundry is a friend of the podcast. You should be like looking at these different resources and going and putting the effort forward because if you're not, you are going to be an, an, a detriment to your team. It's not, and like as Beard, Bearded Ripper even said in the chat just now, it's not get good, it's do better. Do better mm -hmm. than just play the game and yeah. not do anything. Because I've ha I even had a dude one time who came into a Garden of Salvation div run, and I said, hey, just put on a void weapon. That way you can break the Minotaur shield. He pulled out a sunsetted Aikilos hand cannon from pre-Beyond Light. And I was like, oh man, that's and I was like, you have no that's other. That's an he, antique, yeah. And, he, and I was like, you have no other <laughs> void weapons. And he went, no, I have no other void weapons. Why? Because I cleaned out my vault today because I didn't think any of it was good. No. Mm. Ask questions. Do research. The amount of times that I've had people come to me and say, hey, um, I deleted. I'll say, hey, put this on. I don't have that. Why? I deleted it. Why? Like, you should have the bare minimum of certain things. Because I'm somebody that would ever kick you, like Yalahorn or kick or something like that. I'm someone that will go on, like, a Rolodex. I'm like, you have this, you have this, you have this. Da, 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 da. We figure it out. But yep. if you're saying you delete everything and you leave me with no other options, that's concerning. You have to be able to learn things about this game or you are going to be a detriment to your team. So yeah. please, heed that warning with that, please. But I'll add this to that, to swing that pendulum the other way, right? And this is something that a lot of people don't hear enough. Players optimize the fun out of the game. You do not always need the best tool for the job as long as you have any tool for the job. That's what no, not and, and, a big and part of this community is legitimately just, oh, you don't have this. Oh, you don't have this. Oh, well, this is going to make it take forever. And because I don't feel like wasting a bunch of time getting it done, 
then you know I would rather just find someone else so that we can speed this up because of time matters. I've heard that quite a lot. So, yep. so just as much as play, new light players need to work at making sure they have the tools to get stuff done, I think veteran players need to give grace and almost be definitely. patient with to new extent, most players yeah. to help them get it done. But it's like, like even even freaking Sweat Sickle made a video uh, to the, like like a couple of days ago where he like may he said, "Well, can can a, can a new light within twenty four hours be ready for the for the day, like for, for uh, Crota's end?" And he no. went through like every step of what you can do. Created a new player can't do that, but an experienced player on like a new light account probably if you put the, if you put the right thing into it. So it's like. That kind of guide can teach people. You have to like because here's the thing: we've talked about it multiple multiple times on the podcast. Bungie is their worst enemy when it comes to not teaching new lights how to do things, and you have to mm-hmm. put a little bit more effort in than Bungie in some aspects. So you have to be the, able to put yeah. that extra step f- forward on that. All right, let me take a look here and see what uh, what some other questions were. Do to do to do. Okay, Cage, you got a question from somebody. Uh, one second. I freaking accidentally closed out. How dare you? I'll, I'll, I, got, I got one pulled up. Why not? Um, do, do, do you find Destiny 2 as, uh, as fun as the D1 days? For me, honestly, I find it better than Destiny 1. Um, exactly what I was about to say. There, there's been a lot of evolution to the game. There's been a lot, I would say, more ease into what you know what as far as the systems now some of that ease may not be to may not be to the liking of some at the same time when we look back at certain things like older games we tend to look at it with rose-tinted glasses we look at it with nostalgia so did i have fun back in my d1 days oh yeah i had some blast i had a clan when uh during the taken king that i allowed me to do my first ever raid i got to do freaking king's fall that was an absolute blast we got to do it multiple times um but outside of the raid i never really got to do any other really group or social activities because i just couldn't find people to want to do the content with me and even then, I still didn't have a firm understanding of like the the systems in D one. Now, when D two came <laughs> around, there was definitely a lot better uh, to me uh, at the beginning launch. It was about the same ish with D one. They were doing some things better, but since launch, mm-hmm. Destiny two has gotten so much better to the point where I do coming back from a two year hiatus on this game. And even seeing that jump in that two years, right now, this is the most fun I've ever had with Destiny 2 as a whole. And, you know, this is also me doing some of the hardest content I've ever done. You know, I'm doing GMs regularly. I'm doing freaking raids a lot more often. I'm doing, you know, dungeons. I'm doing, uh, hell, going into Gambit, having freaking fun, believe it or not. Ah, yes. So, another convert. So, so, I am going to quote another great uh, space fantasy uh, genre 
and take a quote from one of my favorite new characters, uh, Jedi Master ba- uh, Balin Skull. I miss the idea of it, but not the truth. The, the reason why I say that is because mm. I miss the, the hype. I miss the intrigue, the beginnings and whatnot. I miss Bungie experimenting. I miss, I miss Bungie being more focused on the, the game and the narrative rather than the financial aspect of it. I, I miss Bungie willing to take risks. Even that, 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 that even goes for like Destiny Year One with things like Whisper and things of that nature. I miss the Destiny that wasn't afraid to take leaps and impress people and, and, and innovate the, the, the genre. But I don't miss double primaries and, and early in vanilla D2. I don't miss having to go pick up weapon crates in PvP in D1. I don't miss um like the the, the, the horror like, like the really old system. I went back and played D1 recently. And just the slowness. Do you know how long it takes to get on a sparrow in D one? Oh, God. oh like, geez. There's something. And then you have to wait for it to respawn. Do you know after it gets destroyed that, 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 there, that there's there, there's no access to a map in at the nope. tower in D one? You have there's to wander no around. Fast travel points either. There's no fast travel points. Now I will say I don't know if this is just an FOV thing or like a detail thing. But I, I believe the map design and the graphic fidelity of places like the Cosmodrome were prettier in D1. Because if you look at the Cosmodrome, like the feel and the intrigue of it compared to D2, it feels totally different. If you, you feel so like it probably because like the FOV was smaller and the graphic fidelity was a little bit tighter. But it felt more like dangerous, like Bioshock, where like uh, danger around every corner and whatnot. That first time you wander up the the, the stairs of the Cosmodrome and you find the hive, felt like scary as hell. The first time you go to the moon and things of that nature. But when you go to the moon now or go to the Cosmodrome now, they feel like more like play sets rather than planets to, to, to discover. That's why that's why I've, I've been a big critic about getting rid of planetary materials. The planets just feel like playsets on D- Disney Infinity rather than feeling like real places. Mm-hmm. And it, 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 that's the one drawback from D1 that I miss. But in terms of the innovations, I definitely agree with Cajun that I enjoy the innovation of D2, but I do miss the idea of Destiny 1. That's fair. Oh, that's, that's fair. Like, for yeah, me... That's absolutely fair. I'm not going to say I miss D1. Or early D2. I think the game is the most fun it's ever been. But I think that, like you said, people with the rose-colored glasses are, like, you remember what it felt like to do it the first time. I hate to say it, but it's like Mm -hmm. a gateway drug. That first time you pick up a Fatebringer, and you go out there, and you shoot it, and you feel that that crispness of it all. You're like, mm. this is a fantastic mm. hand right. Yeah. You right. And then you go out there, and you start getting other hand cannons. They feel good. Be like, but it's not like the first time I held my fate bringer though. And yeah. so it's kind of like you're chasing that high over and over and over again. And Bungie has been trying to provide that high, but it's like they've reached the ceiling. The only way to reach it is to start breaking shit. Yep. You got to release another recluse. And that I think there was another question in here saying like why did why did they sunset a whole bunch of like uh, pinnacle weapons and stuff like recluse? This is why because in order to get people to stop using it, 
yeah. or and use some new stuff. You gotta like you gotta make it so good that it makes the stuff that you got right now not feel like it's working. And right. I generally I think that the game right now is the best balanced it's ever been, excluding uh, PvP and Gambit. Uh, it's the best like content wise. Like I don't know if y'all played D one back in the day, but to get content drops like what we get today with the seasonal model, wait was a kind year. Of you had to wait mm-hmm. a whole year for a whole new expansion just to get any story content. And we then, didn't have mantling yeah. in D one, y'all. We didn't have mantling no. on the platforms in D one. Oh God! If nope. you missed that we ledge by just a inch. You that was frustration beyond if the tip anything. of your pinky oh finger God. just scraped that ledge, you were screwed. It was a wrap. It was a it wrap. It was done. So I can so imagine like, how many raids were just lost because somebody could not mantle up onto a ledge. Is, is Fucking King's pop. Falls and shit, man. Oh my god. It's horrible. Um do do do. Uh so uh front front of the show, Darren asked. Where is the Lightfall GL and all the micro, uh, marketing images? And that is, that is very true. There's a grenade I, launcher. I think there's I a couple of other. There's that like, grenade launcher is going to be coming next season because they've been see, slowly releasing that promote those promotional weapons. The only one we got was the hand cannon. The only one we got was the hand cannon. And I and I even told you, didn't I say this last season that if we if we got the grenade launch for this season, I would shut my mouth. And I forgot about it. Look what happened. Look what happened, uh-huh. Tower. They didn't oh give us my nothing. God. They didn't give what, us nothing. What, I and, still and, I still think it's gonna be coming in the fucking lightfall with the like matchmaking system. And we still ain't got that either. So mm-hmm. it's on the way. But at the same time, they they communicated wow. that. There's a difference. And that, 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 that's been my biggest sticking point about uh, Lightfall this entire time is when Bungie communicates things, there's less stuff to worry about. But when Bungie doesn't communicate things, i.e. the whole issues with the narrative of Lightfall to the point they had to literally release a twin or twab that week and be like, hey, hold up, hold up. Hey, the hand cannon is next season. This, this is why we did this. We're doing, we're we're doing new things. And it's like, why didn't you tell us that before? Why didn't you? Because Bungie didn't feel like they need to hold everyone's. It's not about holding hands. It's about they set precedent. It's about they set precedent. They said previously. Panda, Panda, I'm gonna yeah. be honest with you. We've been through this. We see what happens when the community doesn't get the answers that they want. Last mm-hmm. week when we had they turn into the two-year-old children. Issues. They turn into mm-hmm. two-year-old children. Fair enough. Well, I'm willing to give Bungie off. the benefit of the doubt when it comes to DDoS attacks. That's a cybersecurity threat versus Putting stuff in promotional material that we don't get. Twilight Garrison. Twilight Garrison. Yes. Twilight Garrison. Yeah, that's a a great thing, too. Like, that was ridiculous. I wholeheartedly admit that. Dylan Gaffner. Yes. Like, DMG. We really need to go back over the doxing of Dylan. Like, I'm not arguing. Like, 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 here. I'm not arguing. Fans are problematic, but I will die on the hill that Bungie set precedent with Shadowkeep, with Beyond Light, with Witch Queen. They, they po- said, they said before Lightfall came out. Can I talk, out, please? 
Tower, can I talk, please? I, I don't cut you off if I don't have to. Give me a second, please. I, I, I you, you can have your turn. They set like because we've had this argument before, and it always leads to like you, me, and then David trying to mitigate. And I don't like doing that. That's not fair. Um, we always like like, like when it, they set the precedent with Shadowkeep and with Beyond Light and Witch Queen that your post game was included with the expansion. You got it the same time as the expansion. The the uh the the memories in Shadowkeep, the Beyond Darkness missions in Beyond Light, the worm crap in Witch Queen. You had all of that the same season. The only time they even changed the precedent of that was with Witch Queen with the memories thing with with with, with the Savathun. And even then, they vocalized, hey, there is going to be more of these. And that was fine. But here, they waited until after everyone was bad and then went, hey, this is what we're doing different. And it was like, you could have saved yourself so much time and effort if you had told mm -hmm. the community before that. And that's been my biggest complaint about it. The fact that they had to show us a mock-up of the hand cannon that they put in the promotional material that, sh that everyone thought was going to be an exotic. And in reality, it was a rinky dig hand cannon that, that really hasn't really like shifted anything that much. The grenade launcher we still haven't got that I said that I was going to bitch about if we didn't get it this past season. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, 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 that that's like I, like, I understand the narrative of, of Beyond Light was controversial, but I still think it was great. I think the issue was the lack of transparency, the lack of communication that, like, from, from the uh, precedent that was set. And that's always been my, my, my big issue. Tower, your response. They did. Three when? months in advance. They told us, hey, we're going to be doing something different with narrative. With Lightfall. I don't recall that. If they you could did. pull that up, I would very much appreciate web. that. In a T-Web. I don't remember the exact date, but I do remember That's them saying, hey, there is going, you to, me be, how you call it there is going to be a difference. You kill me And we that. are experimenting with new so narrative. I think she's we talking are about going a, to be experimenting I, I, with I narrative remember. changes. I don't recall that. I've read like every twin and twelve. I want to say like it was sometime after that, like big uh, reveal at the end of like uh, what the hell was the name of the season? Season of the Seraph. Like they were like mm -hmm. talking about how they were taking a couple leaps and bounds with how they were going to be uh -huh. taking doing the story, but. Uh -huh. I'll have, I'm gonna, I'm gonna purposely go back through because I genuinely want to see if you're right because I don't recall that I used to read and the thing is I very much want to say something because I feel like I like like you are very much a lore keeper and you are amazing but I don't it's not that I'm questioning you it's that I don't remember it and that makes me mad that I don't remember it so please don't think it I'm happens. trying to like say it you're was wrong. literally a single sentence. If I remember correct, it was it was literally so just if like that's the case. If it was sentence. a single sentence, then that's still that's still a detriment to, uh, and a failure on Bungie because they know how fickle this community is. At that point, if it was one sentence, then I I I, I will still stay on the ground that Bungie made a failure there because you can't make a drastic shift like that and then be yeah. like, hey, now you're a rock star. We're changing everything now. Here's your hand cannon that you should have got in, 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 on the poster later next season. And oh wow, it's not 
exotic. Oh, it's a, it's a it's a it's a uh, a pre rolled hand cannon. They never that said that, that it was going to be an exotic. That was but the it was community shown making Storm, assumptions. But it was shown with Quicksilver Storm, and it, 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 so? it's very it very much looks like an exotic. We've never seen a gun like that in its own sort of like archetype. It, like ever, I don't think like like ever in terms wasn't of like like a community drawn weapon. No, though? it wasn't. No, it wasn't one of them. No. So it's like when, it when you when you create something that very much has yeah, the, that the was presentation. the the skin for Arbalest. Mm-hmm. Okay. And like when you create something that sort of like has a like, like a presentation, like it's like Hawk Moon with modifications and makes people think it's gonna be some new hot shit. And that's on the community pick... for not for, for assuming i disagree because like when you show it with another exotic that makes people think hey this is going to be an exotic so? but it's not they're I, showing I'm off sorry, their favorite kinda, pieces I... of of weapons I, I, that doesn't okay. necessarily mean it's an exotic not a, I, I mean i, 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 I kind of agree with Marketing, you shouldn't receive you, you shouldn't assume that everything in a piece of marketing is going to be the big special you should never assume mm -hmm. that especially Valid. if they already told you what this big special is aka quicksilver storm Valid. and but... uh, and i'm gonna agree with tower on this freaking as a community we should not, unless Bungie specifies out, like, specifically, this is what this hand cannon is. Don't ever assume that that's going to be an exotic or something you see in a yeah. trailer is going to be part of the freaking game, you know, until they specify it. That's it's fair. Like, I've seen people at get that point, At that point, you're assuming, change. and we all know what happens when people assume at the same time, you're setting yourself as an individual up for failure. And yeah. you only have to blame yourself that. when your freaking hopes that. get dashed. That the two that I agree with that. But look at the that the total shift with the lightfall, well, not lightfall, the final shape reveal. They said, "Motherfucking Vostov's coming back. Uh, Dragon Fire's coming back. Uh, fucking all this different shit's coming back." They 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 told us what's up. They showed everything. They showed mm. was what was mm, up. They didn't show everything. They didn't you show it, but they, they said. Didn't show. That we don't know what they didn't show, but they like everything that was pictured was explained versus with Lightfall. It was Yeah, wasn't. because they and feel like they the had to do critique. so because of the community throwing a shit fit about stuff about not critique. being about them not being held handheld. Where's my That's grenade launcher, Tower? Where's my grenade launcher? Oh my don't God. ask me that shit because you know I'm not bungee. Right, I, I don't. I, 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 I'm, 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 I'm saying it hyperbolically because if you're going to advertise something, you either need to explain why it's not here you or do realize, present it to the community. You do realize that every single movie trailer that you see, ninety percent of that isn't in the finished film. Don't right? MCU me. <laughs> don't don't MCU me. That's not valid. Uh -huh. That's not no, valid. Well, that, that's valid. That's that's no, valid. I gotta give. I gotta give her a freaking prop. But then at the same time, yeah. but then at the same time, Panda, we still have half a season left of this. I think we're at half. If I don't yeah, see my grenade launcher, half a season my, 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 of and, totally and we still and we still have another. And we still don't even yeah. know what's going on next season. All we yeah. all we know for next season, we're gonna get some more arm, uh, exotic armor tuning. Uh, possibly some more weapon tuning. Uh, Stasis is uh, back on the menu, boys. Thank God. That that's it. 
That's all we know yeah, for next season. That's all we know. You know? And See, y'all don't have a name. Oh, we don't you two have specifically, any sort of info. You two specifically get off my nerves. Nah, I'm being hyperbolic here. You two get off my nerves because y'all be up in here like, you don't know. You don't know. And it's like, bruh. Bruh. Like, it's the know, same thing so with, you shouldn't it's make the assumptions. Same, it's the same thing with Chuck okay, I'm gonna I'm going to say this right now. If Bungie was to sit here and lay out every freaking thing that they're going to do from the launch of a freaking expansion to the very end, like I'm telling you, like this is when you can expect this weapon. This is when you can expect this exotic. Da -da 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 -da. Please tell me I what. Please say what you, I'm thinking. The, I guarantee freaking to you, the community is gonna bitch because quote it's not, not enough mean. or oh I'm not happy with that decision or da 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 da. Here's They're where gonna find I, I agree reason with you. to fucking nitpick uh -huh. it. You, and that's you are why, correct. That's why exactly. you are correct. That's why exactly. most you, that's you why are... most developers condense their freaking roadmaps to just a season. You are correct. The live service you are correct. Because of that, yes. they want to keep they want to keep the hype for the next season. There's no surprises, Bungie. But here's, here's my here's surprises. I agree with you. I agree with you on everything you just said. I agree with you. But here's the difference. They already showed it. If you want to have surprises, cool. Don't show it. Don't okay, show and it. We still got a freaking season and a half left. Yeah. So if, freaking so, drop so, it on so, us. So I'm going to say the same thing that I said about Checkmate. I'm going to say the same thing I said about Checkmate. If we get to Final Shape and it's not here, I want $5 for both of y'all. Okay. What? All right. Okay. I want $5. All right. Because, because, All right. because, 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 Bud, because I, 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 because but, I stand, but you know I, what? I stand but firm. You know what? But you know what? What's up? If they do drop it, I'll give you a $5. You you I'll give you $5. That's fine. Yeah. And like, even, even Hart said in the chat, the we'll writing is bet. on the wall. The, the writing is on the wall. If, if, and that's my biggest thing. I have no problem with Bungie hiding things. Hell, I we've we've said it on the show that we hate when people um when we hate when people leak stuff and and, and data mine and whatnot. I don't have a problem with that. I think we should be more 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 secretive and Bungie should do what they want. But when that thing was on posters, when that thing is in the game in the loading screens for the Lightfall campaign and we're sitting here with the hands out like where's the hotness and it's not here Bungie looking sus anyway um all right uh, i got a i got a question that i saw that i want to definitely what are your top 3 favorite raids in the entire destiny game ooh Mm. All right. and because, and because mm. I started because I picked this one, I will start off first. Go so first and foremost, I'm not gonna put them in specific order, but I'm just okay. gonna list out the three raids total. So first and foremost, King's Fall. Because okay. that was my very first ever raid. Okay. And that will mm -hmm. always have a freaking spot in my heart. Okay. Number two. Okay. Deep stone crypt hey speak on that it. entire freaking mm -hmm. raid and i'm sorry i'm not one for jumping puzzles but that spacewalk oh, is fucking hot. chef fucking kiss the hot. best yes. one and the music just set the atmosphere yes and then last but not least 
I never did it back in D1. Breath. But Crota's end oh, was fucking fire, and it is still, I'm having a blast with this raid. Fucking absolutely fantastic. Abyss can kiss my ass. It's still pain. <laughs> but freaking the raid overall is just freaking great. Those are my okay. three favorites okay. right there. Power, what you got? I'm going to let you go next. So, King's Fall. Absolutely. Okay. That was my first, uh, you know, Simp. reprised raid. Samp. Samp. I'm not, I'm, I'm not even, Simp. I'm not even. I'm not even going there. Okay. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. I never did D. I, I never did raids in D1. King's Fall was the first that I did in repri- that that was reprised. So it will always have a special place in my heart. I actually really enjoy all of the mechanics in that. The dick wall is hilarious. Oh my god! Um, and I'm not a fan of jumping puzzles either. Not a fan of jumping puzzles either. Definitely not. My second favorite would have to be Deepstone Crypt, honestly, for the same reasons as Cajun. I love the fucking uh, Deepstone Lullaby. That whole spacewalk section is just, yeah, absolutely chef's kiss. Beautiful. The location is gorgeous. Um, I love the fact that they added a freaking Exo Elixni, like Atrax. Come on, girl. Come on, girl. All right. Fair, like fair that enough, was actually enough. really fucking cool. I don't even care that Tanix was part of it because Tanix <laughs> is a dick. We've killed him a bajillion times. My <laughs> third, my third favorite, to be quite honest, isn't one that I've done myself but one that I've watched a lot of times, and that Mm. is Spire of Stars. Mm, Okay. okay. I I thought Spire of Stars was a beautiful, especially the boss room, the final boss room, absolutely gorgeous location. I thought that was really freaking cool that you get shot up into space and you get to throw these freaking cannons at the boss in space. Like, that's fucking awesome that mechanic is probably one of the coolest things i have ever fucking seen in a game ever fair enough, loved fair it. enough. absolutely okay. loved it david how you feeling get what's your top three? Oh, ho ho oh snap let me talk to you like we'll go from <laughs> the the third all the way to the best the tippy top the tippy tippy top like number three garden of salvation Ooh. Ooh, speak mm. of my love. Speak of my love. I won't lie. If this was a top three. five, if this was a top five, Garden is definitely in my top five. Speak, speak on my love, David. 100% Garden. First of all, it's absolutely gorgeous. It's a yes. gorgeous raid. Yes. From start to finish, yes. you feel like you're somewhere else in your own special like raid environment. And that's going to be like a big theme of like all of my like top three right but okay. each encounter felt different enough from the last while still adding on to its mechanic mm-hmm. and it mm-hmm. genuinely got people to actually talk to each other mm. and that's the thing that yes. makes waiting so fun is where you meet mm-hmm. friends and you get to talk to people and you get to engage and mm. no other raid gets people talking 
whether that's yelling at each other or, or having fun, mm-hmm. quite like we're doing the dip puzzle. <laughs> right. Okay. What's your number two? Like what's number two? You go open your mouth. Now, number two. Everybody knows it. Everybody loves it. The last wish. Oh, my girl, con- Rivi. Okay. If it wasn't Auntie Zivu that I was going to send for, it'd probably be Riven. My girlfriend to this really? man went, this, this man went from a hive god to a, to a freaking a dragon. dragon. To this day, to a fucking dragon. Because I explained to her the lore of the last wish and why we were sent to kill Riven. And she's like, oh, so you're just, you're just a poacher. Huh? That thing wasn't messing with you. It wasn't bothering you. And you went in there and killed it. And you took its heart and you put it in something. Good job. But uh, the rate hey, absolutely hey, gorgeous. I don't think hey, any Deva? other. Go ahead. Just out of curiosity. Go ahead. Are, are you a bard? Because that's some bard like energy <sighs> right there. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Because you want, because you want to sleep with the dragon is is why he keeps calling you a bard. Oh my God, you trying to roll to sleep with the dragon? You, All right, David, what's your number one? What's your number one? Oh, that hurts. Oh, it hurts right. Ah. <laughs> number one to this day, and I refuse to hear any other argument. Uh, the vow of the disciple. No mm. other race has been handcrafted so perfectly. Mm. Each. Mm. It's an absolute joy to do. They all get people talking, whether it's you're having fun or you're doing the mechanics. And they're like no other raid that I have seen in Destiny, other than like Ron, allows you to see the entirety of the raid from what from the first encounter. Like as soon as you get in to the pyramid, you can look over, you can see the box room, and you can see yourself working toward it. Mm-hmm. Throughout each encounter, throughout each jumpy puzzle, and don't get me started with my boy Roke, the Riz, the Riz on that man, the Riz on that man. Fuck you! Like, look, my man's a smooth criminal. He like, look, my boy was out there, and then like, you get some of the best raid loot, and like one of the best stories. Like, I don't feel like Bungie's ever done it any better. All right, all yeah. right. Now, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me talk to you folks. Let me talk to you. Let me talk to you. <laughs> so, 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 my number three, my number three. Crota's End Reprised. And there's a reason behind this. I have said it, I said it earlier in the show. I'm going to say it here. The Ron Syndrome had to die. And from yep. the beginning, the minute you step into the abyss, you learn that Ron is done. You learn. You need to turn your mic on. You need to communicate. And you need to square up. Or you're getting knocked upside the head and off the map. And it's going to be funny. And even when you do communicate, you can still get knocked off the freaking map. Holy shit. I I love that. Yep. And the second reason why I will always say uh, Cronus is my third favorite. Because I love the way they innovate. They defied what everyone said. They, it was a dungeon. It was Why a are dun- they bringing a raid they, they, as a they dungeon? Made, they, they made me a believer. I, I said, hey, yo, this ain't going to be shit. This ain't going to be nothing. We're going to be out of here in two hours flat. They done smacked us upside the head, and it was fun. 
and I loved mm-hmm. it, and it was great. The third reason why it's, it's number three on my list is because I will never have a better experience on a day one than going in with the people that I give a shit about in the world and putting in work. Did we get a day one clear? No, but are we going to go in and final shape and put in even more work? Yes, and I yeah. will cherish that. Number that is two, what day one is four. Yes, number two. Vault of Glass reprised. The reason why I say that is because the growth that I had as a character, as a, as a guardian within the, the, the release of, of Season of the Splicer to the end was astronomical. I went in half-cocked on day one reprised um, like uh, uh, Vault of Glass, and I was the only person staying alive because Stasis Titan was busted during that. And, and I went through three different teams, couldn't even get in the door because everyone kept dying. But over the next few weeks, I busted my ass. I learned every mechanic. I sherped over like 30 different teams through that raid, and I was proud of myself. I put in work. And then when Master came out, it was my first ever SEAL completion within the same season that it came out. And I was proud of myself. The crowning achievement of it was we didn't think we were going to have enough DPS to kill it on, on DPS round three. So right as DPS round two ended, I hot swapped from bubble Titan because I main bubble Titan to thunder crash Titan. That way the other two, the, the other two Titans could have their bubbles on standby for the crazy one shotting uh, harpies. And literally I, literally, I kid you not, I launched my whole body like Stitch from Lilo and Stitch into that damn uh, bitch Atheon, and it was a freaking moment of triumph for me. And I got my Fate Breaker, and I wear it proudly, and no one can take that from me. So that's why Vault of Glass will always, that's why I have a passion for the Vex as, as characters in the genre. I feel like Bungie needs to stop neglecting the Vex. I think Vault of Glass is amazing and needs to be harnessed more, and I love it for that reason. Now, I just said that I like the Vex. So my number one is Garden of Salvation. Now, why, mm. why, why do I say that? Well, Garden of Salvation was the first raid that I ever did in Destiny minus a Crota checkpoint by myself in D1 because I had no friends, but I convinced some dude off of LFD to give me a Crota checkpoint. Um, so I did it by myself. And when I came to D2, I did my div run in the same day as my first ever GOS. And I sat in there for 12 hours while people came in and came out, came in and came out and busted my butt to get it done because I kept like sitting in the LFG at each room. People kept leaving and we finally got it done. And I, and the reason why I love GOS so much, the music hype, the landscape butter, like, Mm. like the, the mechanics are top tier. It teaches you that you cannot be lazy in a raid. And it makes you like, I I saw somebody in the comments said that it's hard on a first attempt. I get that but it teaches you to nut up and do the content the way it's supposed to be done and not look for just an ad clear position. It makes it so everybody has a job. If you don't defend your, your, uh, your, your spire during a second encounter, everybody dies. If yeah. you don't enlighten when you're supposed to, everybody dies. You get, you get to a uh, second, you get the third encounter. You don't shoot the right eye, whether it be inner and outer, everybody dies. Uh, fourth encounter. If you don't get enough uh, modes banked in the, in the machine, everybody dies. And it is fundamentally powerful because everything is made to be like balls to the wall, amazing and exciting. And no, not enough people appreciate Garden. It makes me mad 
Garden of Salvation is an achievement from Bungie that no one appreciates because they hate like doing mechanics and they want to be lazy in content. I will fundamentally say that Garden of Salvation is one of the best things Bungie has ever invented and it's not appreciated enough. Now, oh. give me Garden of Salvation crafted weapons, damn it. Ah. Oh, I'm right, I'm, dude, I'm right there with you. Freaking I'm gonna need them crafted weapons needs to... Dude, that's fair. <laughs> if we were talking about top five, Garden is easily, like I said, uh, with Deva, Garden of Salvation is definitely in my top five because that's another one. Fair enough. I remember the second time going through and like really taking a second to look at the landscape, look at so the beautiful. background, the whole thing. I remember taking screenshots of that, of the raid. And I had that as wallpapers, like for my computers at work, as Ooh, well as, you know, yeah. my personal computer. And people, I had actually people come up and say, oh my God, where's that? That looks beautiful. I was like, that's in a video game. Yep. Right? Fuck, what? To this day, one of my my, my, my most my, my biggest failings is the fact that that giant water vex waterfall area after third mm. encounter was supposed to be another encounter, but it got cut during development to the point that in the Lightfall campaign, you go back there and they use that area for a whole a whole mission. You can tell what they wanted to do during that. And it's yep. so cool. Garden is un is not appreciated enough, and I will die on that hill. Now, folks, we're going to go ahead and wrap up the show. Um, we're going to go ahead and have closing statements. Tower, what is your closing statement for episode 46 of Cosmodome Radio? <laughs> my, my closing statement is keep the fun questions going. I love this kind of stuff. Y'all yes, yes. feed me. Keep feeding me. <laughs> if we have time, I might start doing community questions like every week. It'll be kind of fun. Um, yeah. Deva, what is your closing statement of this episode? Uh, my closing statement is, uh, guys... Stop being a poacher in the last city. Uh, and remember to bring Riven cookies for Christmas. If they let us, because we, we haven't been able to uh, do it for two years. You guys got to apologize for all these one phases that we've been pulling off. Nobody does their encounter right. Samp. Nobody. Samp. Everybody just completely abuses Riven. Samp. She deserves she no, she just needs more. she just needs her weekly manicure. What are you talking about? Dude? All I'm saying is create. Ma okay. All I'm saying is give us Master Last Wish and Master Gos and Master Deepstone. I'll be the happiest kid in the candy store. Yeah, Rock that. Like, like, like. You know how many people would nut over Master Last Wish where they actually go in, they fix Callie so you can't cheese her. They actually make the the mechanics really hard. You can't just like cheese Riven and make it really compelling. That would be amazing. M Master Gos, where you actually have to try, man. Phenomenal, glorious. <laughs> you know what? You know what I would do for a reckless Oracle adept? I'd work my ass off. Freaking a crude redemption and redept, man. Sammy Sammy Cat plays would go insane for a crude redemption <laughs> adept. Like the the world would fundamentally alter at the at the words. Like ah, uh, Cajun. What is your closing statement? So we are starting to wrap up. You know, we're about halfway through this season. So with that being said, uh, Festival of the Lost is going to be coming out soon, and tomorrow actually officially starts spooky season. So with that being said, so with that being said, it's okay to be a basic bitch if you're into pumpkin spice stuff and whatnot. 
But just know that candy corn is not a fucking acceptable candy. And if yes, you hand that no. shit out, yes, you deserve, yes, you yes, deserve no RNG, bad RNG loot for the I'm rest gonna, of the I'll, season. That, I said that, what that, I that, said. That, uh, that just for that, the next four Agreed, episodes I'm eating it on screen, on 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 on, on, on uh, stream. <laughs> the next four episodes, all throughout the all throughout the year, I'm eating on stream. I'm a hold you. Oh, I hate you I, so I, much. Man. I love me some. I love me some Why candy corn. Got, Everyone hates on my candy corn every year. Why you gotta do that, bro? I love bro. my candy corn. You gonna torture us like that, man? I'm gonna be snacking. I'm gonna I'm, 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 I'm get a picture of my avatar, like a cheapy version of my avatar, dressed up as a giant candy corn, just to taunt y'all. Like, oh my God. <laughs> oh. God. all right, y'all. My closing example for this episode is: we need to start appreciating people more in this game. We need to be kinder to people in this game. We need to yes. fundamentally understand what this game is as an RPG <clears throat> and teach people what it truly means to be a guardian. The amount of toxicity in this game is disgusting. The amount of the amount of crazy stuff I see all the time drives me nuts. So I, I honorably ask, treat more people with respect. Treat more people the way you want to be treated. Stop just acting like this is a nut house where nothing matters. Like, in the past few weeks, I've been super rough on me just because of how people have been acting, and it sucks. So please do better and care about your fellow guardian. We will be back next week. Don't forget folks that you leave and listen to this podcast on Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, Amazon music and audible Spotify, YouTube, all those great places. You can uh, check out the merch store shop.cosmodermradio.com. Cage is wearing the shirt right now. You can pimp it out for you. Um, we make sure that you support what we do. We love putting in this work for y'all. Um, every dime that you guys uh, give goes into the next shirt design. We're trying to get one made for Christmas. So definitely like let's just support that if you can. Um, and we're just going to keep putting in work. So we will catch you guys next week right here. Starside. Peace out.